Welcome to the Jennings Wire Online Magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that's capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. Today's guest is New York Times bestselling author Jay Baer and his new book, Hug Your Haters, which focuses on how, where, and why people complain about the service they receive. Written as a response to the rise in online complaints, Hug Your Haters argues that the business mindset to pick and choose as to when to respond to customer criticism is an incredibly costly mistake for many businesses, as today's customer service is, quote-unquote, a spectator sport. So welcome, Jay. Thanks so much for having me. Delighted to be here. We're delighted to have you. And as I mentioned to you before, love the name of the book, Hug Your Haters. Why did you write it? What I discovered, and my background is in in marketing and digital marketing, but what I discovered is that through the work that my team and I do with big companies, that customer service is actually being disrupted in the same way and for the same reasons that marketing has been disrupted. It's the same story. It's it's mobile, it's social, it's millennial culture, it's consumer behavior changes. All the things that have made marketing and communication so difficult and so different are now being applied to customer service, but yet most companies are using a 1995 playbook when trying to address modern customer service challenges and ain't going to work anymore. So we decided to write a book about it. All right, and speaking of playbooks, you're calling customer service a spectator sport. So what do you mean by that? Why is customer service a spectator sport today? Well, for generations of business people, customer service, customer contact, customer interactions of all types were primarily played out in private, whether it was a face-to-face conversation, uh, a, a bit of postal mail, a telephone call, even a fax. They were They were all in private. But now, with the rise of social media, review sites like Yelp and TripAdvisor and all the specialty review sites that are out there, and discussion boards and forums, what we find is that increasingly customer contact and customer service plays out in public. And that changes the rules of the game, in fact, the financial implications of customer service considerably. Because now it's not just about the person who is complaining, it's about all the people who are looking on and seeing how your business reacts to this unhappy customer, and it could be tens, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people see that interaction, and in some cases, over a period of years. If you go to Google and search for a business, you may find a TripAdvisor review or a message board post from three or four years ago, and it still impacts how people think about your business today. And Jay, you say there are benefits for a business when they answer and address all customer complaints. What are those benefits and when can they start to to uh, start experiencing them? Well, I think it's important to understand a couple of things. First, 80% of companies say that they deliver superior customer service. So people already think they're good at this. 80% of companies. 8% of their customers agree. So we have a fundamental misalignment uh, in terms of what companies think is good customer service and what customers think is good customer service. One of the reasons why customers don't think customer service is very good is that one-third of all customer complaints are never answered, never, ever. They're just ignored, just poof, never. 
And so that, of course, uh, takes a bad situation and makes it worse. And so in the research that I did for Hug Your Haters, I did a tremendous amount of proprietary first-person research. I partnered with Edison, which is a big research uh, firm in the U.S., and, and we really studied the science of complaint. And we found that when you answer a customer complaint, it increases customer advocacy, and it does it every time in every channel. When you don't answer a customer complaint, it decreases customer advocacy every time and in every channel. And when you answer a customer's complaint, you save that customer 70% of the time. So look, we everybody in business knows that it makes more sense to keep the customers you've already earned than to continuously have to get more and more and more customers and, and refill that, that metaphorical leaky bucket but we don't actually run businesses that way, right? We, we, don't, we, we know that's true, but we don't actually run businesses based on that principle. In fact, each year worldwide, we spend $500 billion a year in marketing and $9 billion a year in customer service. And that probably doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah, it definitely, definitely doesn't make sense. Are there any instances at all when a business should not respond to negative feedback, maybe it's somebody who is totally off the rails, really uh, trying to hurt your business on purpose. I think those people still should receive an answer. Now, I'm not suggesting the customer is always right. In fact, they're not. I am suggesting the customer is always heard. One, because if you don't answer, then it shows the community that you won't answer everybody. Two, in some cases, in that sort of troll scenario, when you don't answer, it just makes them more angry. And so I think the best policy is to answer everybody at least once rationally and calmly, but you don't get into a tit-for-tat. Now, there are circumstances when you don't answer, indeed, and those circumstances are where it is illegal, where somebody is, is making a personal attack, where they are, where they are uh, logging a serious threat. Uh, anything along those lines that crosses that boundary, you should not reply. You should document and call law enforcement. And I've had to do that in my life. Hmm. What are some of the other things readers will learn from Hug Your Haters? Well, the book has, as mentioned, so much research in it. Every single copy of the book actually includes a poster uh, built into the book called The Hatrix. And The Hatrix is, is the analysis of, of who complains where and why and how. And it turns out there's two different types of complainers. There's people who complain on the phone and email. We call them offstage haters. And people who complain via social media, we call them onstage haters. And it talks about why they complain in different places and demographic differences and things like that. So there's a tremendous amount of, of resources in the book. But then as a practical matter, there's also very specific playbooks on, on how to handle people when they complain via phone or email versus how to handle people when they complain via social media or discussion boards or forums. And I think the book actually punctures a lot of balloons about what businesses think about things like ratings and review sites, for example. So a lot of businesses are like, oh, Yelp and TripAdvisor, they just sort of throw their hands up, right, and say, ah, those review sites are all fake. Those reviews are all written by competitors, blah, blah, blah. They just kind of turn their back on the whole thing. Well, I understand that. It can be frustrating. But 80% of Americans trust ratings and reviews as much as they trust recommendations from friends and family members. So whether you like ratings and review sites or not is immaterial because your customers are using them to make buying decisions. 
Well, Jay, you've given a lot of business owners out there a lot to chew on. They're going to have to uh, log some extra hours, possibly, in the customer service department to respond to everything. But as Jay said, he's got the hatrix in the book, Hug Your Haters. It's a must-read for business owners as it highlights the importance of responsive customer service, citing those real-world examples from global companies. So you can learn much more about Jay and the book Hug Your Haters at HugYourHaters.com. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. This podcast is presented by Annie Jennings for the national publicity firm Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with a church community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.